0: So getting right into this thing, man, how would you guys describe what Stay Spiritual is all about?
1: That's a good question. We talked it, we were like, he's probably going to ask us about that, but um, it's many things, man. It's kind of like our own personal journey of, you know, looking into different systems of belief. Um, we're just like, two regular guys who like to get around and talk about philosophy and religions and systems of thinking and just get into that stuff. And, you know, we thought, Hey, why not create a channel that revolves around the stuff that we're already doing? Mm. Yeah. 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 That's a good kind of like surface answer for it. I think, you know, uh, I, I gotta be careful not to ramble too much, but it's like in a nutshell, I would say it's kind of like, scientific philosophy in a way because we're sort of experimenting with some of these ideas we like to cover novel ways of thinking of something and another sort of theme that we seem to perpetuate is the idea of bridging gaps you know you know in this ever connecting world with the internet and everything like that we like the idea of helping to bring a perspective of of like like a unified perspective bringing people's ideas together and seeing where the commonalities are and uh, you know, and bringing humor into it too, actually. Mm, you know, having some some aspect of humor and entertainment. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good way to bridge things. You know, like a little bit of humor because it, it it it's challenging. We have a term we use on the show called spiritual plutonium, because we're essentially talking about people's like most cherished cherished beliefs, right? Yeah. And so you know, and that can be tricky waters sometimes, right? You know, th- we, like we get such a mix. Uh, with our audience people who like are in and like what we do and then people who don't like what we do. <laughs> One guy <laughs> said the other day, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, or wow. like I hate these guys. But yeah. yeah, but he was like I can't stop watching you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> they can't stop watching. Yeah. Um so have you found the gap to be bridged between all of these varying philosophies that you dive into?
1: Well, a big a big uh theme seems to be everything arriving at some type of a source. Usually yeah. whenever you're looking into religions, yeah. there's always some like ultimate foundation kind of like holding the fabric of reality together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though it gets dissected um, and, and, uh categorized and uh, you know, people make whether it's a belief or uh, an artistic conception, it all, at the end of the day, it's just portions of one giant thing Mm -hmm. that is trying to point to, at least that's one of the things I, I, I notice.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm. The truth is one and the wise call it by many names. That's what I like to say. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's good. Yeah. Good way of putting
0: it. Yeah. But the thing is (laughs) all of those names, all of those different narratives and explanations, they never do it justice. That's the problem. It never really gets to the point. It's all just different fingers that are pointing at the moon.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I feel like it's a value, at least I think for both of us. But uh, the value of honesty in this in this like path too, is you know sometimes there'll be a lot of discussion about the the experience of truth and people's kind of you know there's a common idea revolving being in touch with God, where it's like oh you know there's a oneness and a unity to all things. The degree to which i feel like i resonate with that or i'm not in line with that i try to bring some honesty to that like well is that really what's going on you know mm. like just the two of you now even discussing that there's it's all pointing to a source type thing i sometimes i like to bring in the what can be sometimes a frustrating perspective of like well is that it then you know yes. is there what how does infinity play into this then is it is around the corner the realization that it's actually not that and everything's fragmented in some weird way? Like let's endlessly explore these things. Yeah, I, I always like to take it a little further and tr- try to do it from an earnest place. You know, like what do I earnestly want to communicate here without just being a rebel rouser? You know, like
0: yeah, I got gotcha. you. So always staying curious and always yeah, um, never reaching a point where like oh that's it I got it figured out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so With this you. like
1: added, this added element of paradox on, on, on all of it. It's like the icing on the cake. This, like, you kn- just when you think you got it, that's when you know you don't have it. Yep. And when you think you know absolutely nothing, you feel like, oh, I figured out something. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, we we sometimes we get certain about things. <laughs> we'll be like, it's also <laughs> paradoxical. It's a paradox, and then that's the moment where you're gonna go, is it? Yeah. <laughs> or, or am I being? too paradoxical here you know (laughs) and then hopefully (laughs) it's entertainment
0: yeah Yeah, and then hopefully it's entertainment exactly (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah man how did you guys get started not necessarily with your channel but like on the spiritual path or maybe even a better question what is spiritual to you because that's a that's quite a vague term that's quite an umbrella term so what does it mean to be spiritual
1: to be honest, I feel like I'm still figuring <laughs> it out. I'm just being <laughs> I know less yeah. more than now than ever. Straight out. up honest, uh I I used to think that it was kind of about like just connecting with reality, but it's not that's to me now seems like kind of like a lame definition of it. Um because it's so vast and broad, um like and other people like spirituality is such a loaded word because it means something different to so many people. Like yeah. some people, when you mention spirit or spirituality, they think you're just talking about some unseen cosmic force out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that is that what that is? Um is it is it uh like consciousness becoming more conscious? Um, is it, or becoming less ignorant, ignorant, maybe that's a better way of talking about it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: But, uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think when you, I was just thinking of that Charles Stanley, remember the old Christian pastor and he'd be like, the evidence of God is the wind blowing through the trees. You don't see the wind. Oh, yeah. And some, and sometimes maybe I think people see spirituality as like an, the unseen force behind things. Yeah. Um, which is not like the craziest possibility. It might be something like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, but something
0: different for everybody, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But it really is, I feel reverence at the unknown. There's a certain element, whether it's within yourself, whether it's in nature and in the whole universe, the cosmos, but it's like it's a recognition that we don't have it all figured out and that it is, yes, about cliche. It's about the journey. You know, spirituality is really about, um the uncovering of the mystery not that we'll ever fully uncover it but it's about uh it's about just uh, being in the midst of the mystery and being okay with that and just continually flowing with that with curiosity that's my in a world
1: in a world (laughs) in a reality of people who think that they have it all figured out and think that they've got like it's it's interesting like like I'm curious sometimes about the guests that we have in the show because we don't try to push too hard. We allow for a platform for people to come on and share what they believe and what they think. And, uh, I wonder how certain, like, how certain are you of all the things that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. And that's how we approach, like, even like our reaction videos, like the, Mm -hmm. and anything, like any guests that we have. It's like, where, where's this certainty? Uh, because some people, is it, is it, do you know, or is it, um, a face that you put on or like a mask that like, I know, I, I know. Um, but yeah, I think I love what you said there too, about the adding the idea of it being a journey and like a path like that for some reason that makes sense to me too. I, like just on an intuitive level, it's like, how can you talk about spirituality without talking about the idea of it being like a journey? Like things are are in flux things change and it's Mm. a lot of things are revealed over time you know yeah and to like a, it gets mystical in a sense you're like whoa i you know everything lines up with new information
0: yeah exactly man it's like life is always refreshing on the spiritual journey Mm. it's like man it's like every day you never know what's gonna happen but in a good way it just it makes life this magical um uh, it's a magical process of unfolding what you really are how you fit into this whole thing and it never ends that's the beauty of it it never ends yeah and it's, it's getting magical or it's getting unbearably
1: magical at this point pl- no i'm just <laughs> 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 but it's i just mean the way everything's complex complexifying in reality it seems you know with yeah. the new technology and everything yeah. yeah we live
0: in strange times that's yeah. for sure strange times interesting times yeah i think it's good times though i mean one may turn on fox news and cnn and tiktok and think quite the contrary but i think it's actually the most beautiful time to be alive in the history of humanity unless there was like the times of atlantis and that was the golden age who knows about that but for as far as oh, yeah. we know from recorded history i think this is it man uh i don't know take it in the, the technology yeah. that we have the knowledge at our disposal to be able to dive into these spiritual values like that's that's golden, man. Think about that. All of the, the sacred texts and scripture that we can dive into, just the fact that we can have this conversation, it's a miracle. It's magical.
1: Yeah, it is. It is yeah. awesome. Even even if you're in a bad place now, it's like, well, you've never had more resources to deal with the bad place here. Like, I guess, depending yeah. on where you are, all this is de- is context dependent, right? Yeah. But in our given societies, it's like, even if things are really bad for you, it's probably never been a better time to have bad things happen to you. It doesn't mean I don't empathize <laughs> <Yeah>. with
0: <laughs> wherever you're it. at. Mm-hmm. That's a really good way to put it. It's even the best times for the worst times. Yeah. I, th- I think so. At least, man, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. For P- some
1: perspective. Perspective is a, is plays a big role, I think in all yeah. this. And I like That's what so. you said. Like, I like to try to have a positive outlook for the future. Like I, I'm, tired of the doomsday like i i, I kind of like i've grew up in a world and even social media now is very doomsday you flip through tiktok it's like a doomsday scroll everyone's telling you about how bad things are where you know everything's terrible or it's how bad things don't be yeah yeah how yeah. bad things are gonna happen i'm like well if we if we keep like manifesting this thing it probably is gonna turn into mad max world Exactly. was like <laughs> we fixed we fixated on that so much. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think that that is actually a va- like a solid thing to at least be aware of is uh self-fulfilling prophecy effect, you know, in a in a nutshell. Yeah. We gotta be careful of that. Let's not let's not make you know certain end time Prophecies scenarios play out by yeah. like being so paranoid of it, you know. It's like mm. If you're a race car driver, you you look where you want to go. If you're looking at the boards that you got to avoid, you're going to drive right into them. So let's not focus on doom. Maybe mm-hmm. let's shift our focus. Up. Not to say that there's no, again, good reason to contemplate possible negative outcomes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To plan, plan, yeah. potentially plan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well said. It's very true. It's very true. Man, this is good. We're only 13 minutes in. This is good. (laughs) Oh, man. So how has your creativity, you think, uh, helped you along the spiritual path? Do you feel as though it's another element or another layer to spirituality, just the element of being creative?
1: Yeah, it's another way to kind of express yourself and put something on paper. I don't know if it was a guest we were talking to, but someone they were like, there's definitely something whether it's even just a personal development racket that you're going through, but they say like, you know, there's definitely something powerful about um, bringing what's going on in here into the like physical reality, whether yeah. it's journaling or writing music or painting or whatever it is that you do. I think so. um, and I think it's therapeutic. There's yeah. something powerful about seeing your words on paper, mm-hmm. like your, like your thought process and seeing it. I feel like it is for the creative and and it is for whatever person is not that way. Like in the beginning days, I would do ask a lot of bizarre questions like, what would happen if Jesus had an IQ of 70? What would happen, you know, what is salvation to all the different people? What is salvation to somebody with an IQ of 230? You know, we come from fundamental Christianity and then we branched off into what we do now. But over the years, I would ask like, well, is... Enlightenment is salvation through Christ. Is all the other ones are they the same for every individual, or is, or is the way that say say Elon Musk became a Christian for some reason? Would he believe the same way that some you know bumpkin like me does? You know, <laughs> yeah. or would it be different? Would it is there somebody out there whose spirituality is like math oriented? You know, like they're 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 uh, mm-hmm. they see God's display through some very complex thing that I don't even have access to. Yeah. You know, Mm. how does that affect spirituality? So for the artist or something like that, or for some highly creative person, of course, spirituality is tied up in that. It would seem, uh, but for somebody who's not like that, somebody who's like hyper rational or something like that, maybe they're that they get their spiritual connection through that. They're like, they see God's majesty in numbers,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So in that regard, have you come to find some kind of similarity between the paths, the many different paths in? Do you feel as though there is yeah. actually some kind of correlation though?
1: I think the, <laughs> this is funny, uh, back to paradox, but uh, I think the correlation is that I think it's kind of unique to everyone. Everyone yeah. has their own thing that they're doing. Yeah. Everyone's chemistry is different. Everyone's, every the reality is hitting them completely different than it's hitting everyone else. So, I think that their journey is going to be unique to them. I don't Uh, know. Yeah. And sure, there can be similarities, I think, you know, along the way, but.
0: Yeah. But we're all our own Buddha.
1: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the one thing I've said that before, too. Be your own Messiah. You know, (laughs) guide yourself in some way. There's so much resource now. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Mm. But then again, I think someone's proclivity to be social, like some person may really enjoy uh, just a different way of approaching it, like being part of a more collective situation and actually having that master disciple um, experience. And I don't judge that either. You know what I mean? But like, as long as I'm allowed to do it the way I'm doing it, you know, like, I just like the idea of everybody being free to be what they
0: want, but I also accept that that isn't the case. Yeah, a lot of times, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you guys came from fundamental Christian values. Uh, when did you realize like yeah, this isn't the way? You know, what? <laughs> Maybe you still do think that is the way. I actually don't know too much about that. What? Can you give us a little more info about your? Well, it's uh, it's it's uh, funny
1: because some people when they deconstruct their religion. Usually it actually doesn't come through a deconstruction. They usually get so annoyed or feel so suppressed by it that they get angry with it and they totally revolt against <laughs> yeah. it. And they get angry, they get angry with it, and then they use their platform to, you know, smash Christians or something like that. That wasn't my process, actually. I had some I have stumbled across a few tools, uh like within psychological development stuff, things like spiral dynamics or Maslow's hierarchy of needs, things like that. Um, and then all the spiritual. Content I was consuming at the time, where as I deconstructed my my faith, I just saw it for what it was. I saw, it, you know, it made sense. Oh, that's clearly why you made the decisions that you made in your life. Mm. Um, and I didn't. Uh, it wasn't like I left uh, Christianity. I just saw it through a new lens. Yeah, I don't see it the same the same way as I saw it back when you know I was a fervent Bible believing. You know, going to church, you know, five days a week, you know, whatever it was, uh, I just saw it through a different lens, yeah. and I wasn't bitter with it. You know what? A lot. I had a lot of good things happen to me through my faith. Um, there's, I have a lot of good memories. It probably kept me, probably kept me away from a lot of bad things when I was a kid too. Yeah. Um, yeah. going going through all that, so. I'm not bitter against it, Uh, you know, I'm, I'm actual thankful for it. And when I see other people enjoying it in there, it's like my, my knee jerk reaction is I need to like help you get out of that thing or save you from that thing, you know, or, you know, they will come to whatever they need to come to when the time is right. Not to a newborn Christian. When I see a newborn Christian, I'm like, leave that alone. They're happy. And that's, that is probably an improvement, like most of the time. And then it's only sometimes when I encounter like a seasoned person where you can see that they've got some doubt where you're like, you provide an opening. Well, like, do you want to philosophize about some things? Do you want to take this a little further and see what's down the rabbit hole? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I agree. Obviously, there were some benefits to a lot of that belief system growing up, man, that that you get from growing in a house with like morals and a moral compass. Yeah, you get community, man. And we've never bored, man. And like, it was like. You know, we went through all the phases, all the little kid groups you go to when you go to church growing up. And then, you know, the, the youth groups. We had, Like, I went to a church that had a giant youth group. Had like 100 kids go to it. Yeah. So, it was like, that was awesome. You got to do all types of cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. It wasn't until I left home and started my own family and we all bridged off and got out of that bubble where we started to see new things like yeah. hey life isn't totally what i thought it was
0: yeah well
1: it was It was a little different for me because i always like we grew up in a, ha- a full house we had a relatively big-sized family and there was always friends and people from the community were going to church and having bible studies at our house and then all our secular regular friends like it was always surrounded by people but there was always like a. I always felt like there was a bit of a disconnect with me i would go to Bible study, and I would be disruptively questioning everything. And if I would go to school, and I would be disruptively questioning, always full of answers that didn't seem to interest other people. Like, dude, like, at the end of the day, this is the way it is. And aren't you concerned with just being effective in the way it is? Mm -hmm. And I never had a stake in that. I always loved being around people cared about the people around me. But it was like, there there was a difference there. Because I wanted to know you know, if heaven's so great, why don't like, why aren't we all in a hurry to die? Like I would ask some question <laughs> that everybody didn't want to ask. Yeah. And so that led me into like, well, if, if I'm an outsider perspective wise in this, where can I go? And I started seeking into, you know, Eastern mysticism, all this stuff and found that there was a lot of similarities between people that were highly organized. They fell into the same self-biased traps and all this stuff. And it just led me to this kind of Character that was very ranty, and you know you could detect some frustration you in there. Ranty? Yeah, if you watch <laughs> our stuff, I get ranty. <laughs> ranty. And uh, and then like you know, but it, behind it is actually a desire to connect things, to actually get people together. I don't yeah. want to just split things apart, but I'm not against saying I'm here to split things apart to be effective. You know, I I hope that made sense. Uh, just trying to communicate where I where I came from, how I fell into this, and developing value, and then personal development. I actually started meditating through just a guy that was talking about personal. You got to start meditating; it's good for your personal development. Yeah. And then connected the dots of spirituality later.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how differently do you view Jesus now, from being a
1: like a Christian?
0: Yeah, being raised in the fundamental Christianity, but now you have a little bit expanded perspective and a little more uh a little more i suspect
1: i suspect that he was an enlightened being mm-hmm. and that it gets lost in some of the writings within the bible yeah. but even someone like a sage as good as jesus was man you can still see what he's saying even though it feels like the writers attempted to get that out of there yeah like you can still see it
0: exactly yeah with a keen eye And especially when you do dive into other texts like, you know, the Bhagavad Gita, a lot of Eastern philosophy relates to a lot of what Jesus says, just in a different way. You know, the way is the way is the way. But it's just, um, it's just, you know, been translated. From three different languages over a few thousand years. It's definitely well, isn't there rumors
1: that Jesus spent time in India?
0: Yeah, like the like
1: that whole missing part in the Bible until he comes back. Mm -hmm. That was where he spent time in India. Now, I don't know whether or not that happened or not, but. I'd like to. I'd like to know more about it. I didn't like. I don't know if you've studied any of that, but that's fascinating to me. I read something yeah. from the Book of Thomas once, and I was like, he sounds like he's talking about enlightenment. Yeah, it was yeah. Very, and you know, and some Christians very soon after that was like, wow, well, you can't trust
0: the Book of Thomas. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> but not, it's not the it, canonical, you know. It, yeah, 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 it's
1: not know. canon, and but in there, it sounds like Jesus talking. It's got all like the hallmark characteristics of Jesus, but he's. It's a, just a one step further. That's like the kingdom is here. You look yeah. at it every day when you wake up. You, yeah, you know. Exactly. And I was like, he sounds like he's talking about enlightenment.
0: Yeah, the Gospel of Thomas is completely different from the regular Bible. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody totally. It actually seems like more legitimately Jesus's teachings. You know, if he that's what I thought. An enlightened being. That I was, was excited.
1: I was like, went to go tell people about it. <laughs> they're like, nah.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, they're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe it too yeah i think he was just a mystic just like all these other guys i mean some say he was the mystic he was the logos that's up for debate yeah. but you know there's a lot of different masters that are speaking upon the same things that jesus said but w- point is yes when you do go into other viewpoints such as eastern philosophy such as the vedas the gita the upanishads and then you go back into the bible and jesus's writings it makes a lot more sense It's a completely different way to approach Christianity.
1: They dovetail nicely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was like a giant awakening for me when I finally like after starting to study this stuff and then turning back and looking at Jesus and being like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, how did I miss? There was like a big like, how did I miss that for so long? Like it enriches it. It makes it better, actually, you know, like (laughs) I I remember having that conversation. Like I I never really knew God in a good way till I abandoned him. You know, like it actually took me rejecting the idea of Jesus as a deity to be like, Jesus was awesome, you know, and making some solid points.
0: Well, you know Um, why? Because uh, this sounds bad, but the way that Christianity is practiced in the West isn't really how Jesus would want people to practice Christianity. Not that he would even call it Christianity in the first place, but it's like far from Jesus's real teachings. It's like it's bowing down to an outward idol which is completely the opposite of what jesus wanted he didn't <laughs> yeah. want that. the kingdom of heaven is within when they deified jesus they made him like the savior of all mankind and you, you must view him this outward idol uh as your one and only savior and thank him not nothing to do with your personal experience it's all out there and it's just like that's half the picture. That's like that's half of it. Like you got to go into the personal experience, which is where Eastern philosophy and yoga really comes into the picture. You know, it really brings Jesus as a as a personal thing, a personal subjective experience. And those two tied in together, create the perfect formula of what Christianity really is. Sometimes I Prince think Christ that just- um, what you say?
1: Oh, it just brings to, term, brings to mind the term Christ.
0: Consciousness. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say sometimes I think that the yogis are more Christian than Christians. Like they're more tied to what Jesus would really want than what the, the pastor wants from you at church every Sunday. The I'm aesthetics can be that. damning at
1: times. It's like, yeah. here's a guy that's homeless like Jesus was homeless <laughs> or feeding hungry people. And then versus a guy that's wearing a white suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a mega church talking about the- send me your last thousand dollars and I'll yeah, be- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. now that's a hyper. People <laughs> probably hate when I use that as an example. It's an exaggeration. There's everything in between too, yeah. right? But the idea of prosperity preaching versus Jesus saying like, "Don't build your treasures up on earth. You know, mm-hmm. build your treasures in heaven." Yeah. Well, look at look at the aesthetic practices like they do in the East, like the big meditations and the retreats and all the stuff that they do to like the to try to just like calm themselves down and get into that mental state. And it, it, for a Christian, it's hilarious because the, some of the two most, the biggest pivotal points in the Bible for me are the beginning of the gospels where Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. And then when Jesus went up to heaven, what did the apostles do? They went into the upper room for, was it seven days where they fasted and pray? So I'd say to any Christian, take all your beliefs, take anything you want with you, but just go into isolation for 40, 40 days do some type of fast and see what happens i wonder if, see if your beliefs will be <laughs> the same after 40 days mm, or, starving. or or like uh, i uh, i wonder how many christians would actually like jesus if he was in real life with them <laughs> like you know so <laughs> yeah. jesus you're gonna tell us how to get abs and you know <laughs> how, how to make a meal it's like <laughs> yeah. no in fact for you my prescription is give up everything but purposely yeah. become fat you know, you might say something crazy, mm-hmm. you know, but that makes me dig Jesus. I dig Jesus for a different reason than somebody that's using him for life enhancement, like for yeah. some monetary enhancement, likes him. It's yeah. perspective
0: difference. Yeah, man. It's the difference between following Jesus and following in his footsteps. I think that's kind of where it got lost in translation, you know, Heck follow yeah. me. Not follow me like an Instagram follow. It's like literally follow how <laughs> he lived. And i think that's the big disparity is that where people kind of you know they're like just follow him just just he's the one he saved me he went on the cross that's all we got to worry about he saved me it's like no you save yourself by following what he did he saved you by providing a prime example for you that's the thing is it always spirituality always comes back to you it's always about you if it's not about you and your personal experience then It's really not spiritual, I don't believe. It Mm -hmm. always has to come back to you, no matter who the teacher is, where it's coming from, what language it's written in, whoever, wherever, whoever says it. If they're not bringing it back to you, back home, you got to go the other way. That's not real spirituality.
1: Uh, Yeah, I agree. Like, I very much agree in a lot of ways on that. Um, It's funny because the whole religion thing is almost like this is how people would take these teachings and stuff in a pre-science, pre, you know, uh, in a world more ancient than this. Because, like, imagine somebody coming along, finding a group of people and being like, hey, you guys are God. You're literally (laughs) God. And then them going and being like, well, let me just speak a whole new universe into existence. Let there be like, (laughs) like, it's not working, you know, or like, fine. Then we just, we, that's what we do. We'll all get together and we'll speak the universe in existence, Taking it into some weird way. It's like, you're, you're too literal in ways that you shouldn't be so literal. And you're too, you know, taking it for granted. Some of these things that he probably means more literally. Yeah. It's people have a weird tendency to do that. It's just human psychology.
0: Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And everything's just not so cut and clear man you gotta like kind of read between the lines a lot of times and look yeah. for like the nuance of the situation yeah. it's just amazing like the it's obvious that the life that jesus lived is brutally hard like mm-hmm. really really hard to but, do what but my did. yoke is light and my burden is <laughs> easy. <laughs> what yeah. your yoke is light and your burden is easy you just told me to like give up everything yeah to go do this thing but so when you read in between the lines you know yeah. with the brain yeah, it's t- tough stuff. No wonder no wonder people try to find alternative ways to like make sense of it. Cuz it's like, I don't want to give up everything and have nothing and wear a potato sack. <laughs> it's like, you know.
0: Yeah, man. The path it's not necessarily easy. But it's not
1: necessarily. Easy. Yeah. But it's it might th- be Instead it turns into the instead it turns into the op- opposite. It's like pros- prosperity preaching and like I, I like we. It's funny. Some of the new, the the new modern Christianity. It's like, it's it's like uh, absorbed the um, personal development community now. Oh. That's what it's kind of turned into. Mm-hmm. Now it's all like fit suits, like looking <laughs> aw- as awesome as you can look. Stage oh, or no. spiral dynamics, and it's not just Christianity. I see that in other religions. Oh yeah, other yeah, people know. that have ascended to the. To the next stage of Spiral Dynamics, go yeah. check that out If for anybody who doesn't know what that is. It's essentially just progression model. And it is people moving into this like, you know, a lot of people were past that in the 80s. You know, yes. like Wall Street, like I'm going to get abs and be, you know, make a bunch of money or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And by the way, for I don't know how it is with your show, but on our show, just as a, like a little thing, we would encourage somebody that was like that to come talk to us. I believe in a voice for even the people that it seems like we're criticizing or talking that way about. I they it's not, people don't do things for no reason. There might be some logic in yeah. that. Many times it's just an
0: observation.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like just trying to understand what our you know. Yeah, from where we are.
0: Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of different ways in that's for sure. Yeah, we're all walking each other home. One way. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's a good way to put it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where to go from here, to be honest with you. This is good. <laughs> um, Yeah, man. Jesus. <laughs> hmm? Um,
1: We actually recently had a Christian on the show, which was yeah. great.
0: Fun uh, answer, though, to Christian. get,
1: to get that perspective in the mix, you know? Yeah. We try, we try to like find people from all different walks of life and just give them a platform to say their piece. Cause I, just because I don't believe everything that you believe doesn't mean I can't learn from you. And even if I feel like I've moved past a place in my life, it's still good to learn the lessons because everything comes with kind of like a, a building block that you, and it's good to do review every now and then a review of your life a review of like where you came from and, and like why you maybe made some of the changes in your life that you did and some of the benefits that you got from uh you, your past the lessons learned i think uh and and that's what, and i i really enjoy it like everyone we've had on the show like we it's like i've learned something from everyone mm-hmm. i wouldn't say there's one person we have in the show where i felt like i was going into it being like i know more than this person or i feel like you know i uh, You know, I've ascended to some level that's greater. Oh, never, never, never. Everybody, including this interview, has always been uh, like a serious, pleasant surprise. Yeah. And it's great to see like intelligent people thinking about these things and caring about these things, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Open-mindedness, man. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. I like to say always the student. That's just a saying in yoga. Always the student. Never got it figured out. And if anything the more that I go along this path you guys I think we've already talked about this and touched upon this the more that we go along this path and unveil the mystery for every one answer there's two questions that come along with it <laughs> Yeah but that's what I revere I love that you know I love just being just every day just like ah in constant awe cuz I think that's what it brings about um diving into other perspectives and truly admitting that I have no idea what's going on it brings about a sense of awe at this experience altogether you know just a sense of oh oh were you always like that that?" were you always like that somewhat but i was in the way of uh i was actually pretty atheist to be honest with you i come from a secular family not raised in any kind of uh, religious upbringing and i was like i came from a point of awe but only from what i could see you know just science but now I come to be are inspired by the mystery, you know, the things that I don't know. When, when I was an atheist, I would just kind of say, "Oh, I don't know if God exists, so He probably doesn't exist." But now I, kind of, flip that around and say, "I don't know." I don't discount it because I don't know. I kind of just go with the not knowing and be okay with the not knowing. I think a lot of atheists are like, they just sit at the not knowing and discount anything that has to do with mystery because of that to avoid superstition.
1: Well, I think there's almost like a, a comfort for the ego from the scientific paradigm that, well, eventually one day science will have it figured out. Yeah. It's like for some reason, I feel that's like a soothing mechanism within when you look at, reality through that lens of like eventually one day it'll all you we'll, we'll all have it figured out mm-hmm. um and it, yeah i know like I, i'm like i don't know like maybe but i don't know i like that term always the student that you said um yeah and it's like a good prescription for somebody that's like i'm lacking awe i'm actually lacking some on my life it's like <laughs> realize that you're always a student you know like just turn the knob down on pride and yes. turn up the humility a little bit and you'll be yeah. in a place of awe yeah. and wonder
0: truly do you feel that in your you guys' life being on the path just more awe just every day? <laughs>
1: yeah well yeah it, well what you're talking about i can definitely admit that i was one of those people who felt like i had it figured out and when you realize that you don't have it all figured out you learn not to make that mistake again. I dabble. Oh, I, dabble. <laughs> I dabble in thinking I've got it all figured out and then <laughs> oscillate to not having it figured out. And, yeah. Um, but for me, it's like a it's a release, man. It's like chains coming off uh, to admit to your, like, say it out loud. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like, uh, it's, it's chains. And, and, you know, this is, I, I don't know if this is blasphemous, but earlier just... You know, when we were talking about, like, you asked the question, how do you view Jesus now uh, versus back when you were, like, whatever, uh, just a proclaimed Christian. And it's and it's in a variety of ways, like, and I just wanted to point out that I'm not against praying to Jesus even. Yeah. Like, that might sound really bizarre because it's like I don't walk around confessing him and, you know, trying to tell people about the Lord and Savior. But it was such a big part of my life that you know, and, and helped me through so many dark times, I'm not against that. That's where I came from. It doesn't feel unnatural for me to even pray to God and use the name of Jesus. Now that might be just really bizarre, but I'm being honest about it. Yeah. You know, I don't know where other people stand. I know to other people that came from Christianity and then left it, they're like, that's doesn't even make sense. That's crazy. Well, you know, it's just the truth, yeah. you know, but I'm also not against, you know, doing other things, you know, like exploring ideas of Buddhism and, you know, uh, saying things that people would probably consider pretty blasphemous about Jesus. I have like a thing that I do where like, I bring all the gods in and I'll like pray, I'll, I'll pray to them. And I'll just be like, <laughs> <All> <laughs> I'll, I'll say like, I'll like, look at man. I'm like, I like, <laughs> like he's, it's like uh, experimenting, like oh, I'm man. here. Like I'm like, if you want to speak, I'm here, man. Yeah. When you start watching videos on Hinduism and they're like making solid points for why, you know, it's you know validating yeah. their belief system. It's like, well, yeah, tonight I'm going to go try it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, happens. yeah what happens?
0: Open mindedness. Yeah. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, man. You guys are cool. You guys are cool. <laughs> You're cool too, Gary. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. Good questions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I don't even know where to go again. This is good stuff. Uh,
1: how about yourself? How how did uh, you know? Are you comfortable answering a similar question? And uh, how did how did you get started on this path?
0: Hmm. Where do we start? Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I would say constant curiosity like i said just in a different way than you guys you know i guess it's just i was always curious and what the hell all of this is i would just use science to explain it but then i reached a point where i was like i just don't feel happy myself like there was something lacking just a general lack just general mental health issues honestly sense yeah. of depression anxiety and i think this is where a lot of people get started on the path it's like wanting to find a way out of suffering. So yeah. from that got into meditation. Cause uh, you know, I read some good things about meditation. So just got into some guided meditations regularly, incorporated that into my life. And not only did I find that um, you know, it mitigated some of the symptoms of mental health, started to feel a connection to something greater. i started to change the way that I think about who I am and life and just everything altogether from you know, disciplined meditation in my life. So, you know, is that the byproduct? Is the byproduct of feeling yourself connected to a greater whole through meditation? Um, uh, mitigating depression? Is that what comes from it? I think so. I think how we truly, you know, see through our suffering is we see ourselves differently. I think we said this before, it's all perspective. So from just general meditation, which I still do every day, Um, I started to change up how I see my life. So answering your question, it came from just being like, there's gotta be a different way. There's gotta be a different way than just trying to fulfill my uh (laughs) fulfill my pleasures, uh avert my things I don't want in my life. There's gotta be a way outside of the five senses per se, you know, the materialistic paradigm. And meditation showed me that there is a way, a different way to see myself in this world. And um, just gone with that ever since, man, every day. Meditation. You live in a good,
1: you live in a good time. How did you even like, I grew up in a world that didn't even
0: know what meditation was. How did mm-hmm. you hear about meditation? This is crazy, but it was from an ad on YouTube. I mean, I've heard about meditation, but I really got into it from an advertisement for the, um, what app was it? I think it was the Calm app. And it was the, the advertisement was actually just like a guided meditation. So right when you click the YouTube video, I don't even know what the video was. But right when you click the YouTube video, the ad was, okay, so now take a deep breath in. And all the way out. And I, I actually listened to it. I'm like, Whoa, that's different. And it actually led me through this quick, I don't know, 30 second meditation. I was like, what was that? That's different. I've never felt that way. Even just from doing a few deep breaths. For 30 seconds to a minute. I was like, wait, hold it- on. And from there, yeah, just downloaded the app and uh it worked. They got me. It was a good advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's, it's crazy. It was all from that. <laughs> so is YouTube spiritual? In a way, yeah, I think it can be, man. That's it's why called I don't YouTube. <laughs> what the <laughs> Yeah, right. There it is. YouTube.
1: And <laughs> and is the five senses spiritual and is brain chemistry spiritual, you know? Yeah. I think so. And um,
0: just don't get caught as thinking too much uh, on the five senses. I think that's the problem: is we think that the everything of the body, the comings and goings, the phenomena of the body, is it? When I mean, it's really that's not it. Like the the paradigm of the Western world is that, um, pretty much, to feel good as much as possible and to not feel bad as much as possible. That seems to be like the basic premise. When there's more going on than that, you know? There's way more going on than just the comings and goings of the body, I think I already said. Meditation will show you that. So, okay, yeah. Cool. Meditation.
1: It will leave you some deeper insights about the stuff that you are talking about. It will reveal like, hey, wait yes. a second. Every time I ha- experience a high, I experience an opposite low after that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. It makes you like think about those things.
0: Yeah. It, I you know, think it also allows us to tap into – a higher sense of awareness which is the greatest thing being able to just witness just simple stepping back and witnessing our pleasures witnessing our pains and finding equanimity between the two that's the most important part is being able to see that a sense of um similarity i don't know if similarity is even the right word but a sense of equanimity between the intense pleasure intense pain of life that is huge to be able to just sit back, take a step back, be still with whatever's going on. We all got stuff going on to just, you see it for what it is. I think that is the higher self per se. You know, and it breaks it up is.
1: the echo chambery uh, side of a human mind. You know, like if the human mind has any potential to be kind of an echo chamber. Yeah, stumbling across a YouTube ad that you didn't see coming that leads you to do something different and then yeah. opens a whole new avenue avenue of thought for you, you know, raises your perspective in a way because it's different than what your mind would have just rattled around on its own. Exactly. Man. Which is which is kind of what makes me think, you know, it is it raises questions to me like, is it possible for somebody to join the military and through that path, through discipline of having to wake up and make your bed or whatever they do, mm. find spirituality? Like, why wouldn't that be a possible avenue for somebody to connect in some way. And and it, and it actually makes me reframe my thoughts about something like depression, you know, like imagine somebody that's depressed, they're wallowing, and then giving them a bizarre pres- uh, prescription like, well, okay, you're depressed and you're having trouble getting out of bed. Do less and start fasting. <laughs> the first piece of food you eat after two days of not eating is gonna make you enlightened. So, there's an element of which is interesting. Like, fasting does have some, I guess, what you could say spiritual benefits, but I don't discount the idea of brain chemistry playing a role there. You know, like you've stored up something that you were giving away like confetti Mm -hmm. and now it's got an explosive effect. Is it not still spirituality? Yeah. You You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I would say the hardest part is knowing that there is a path that the inkling, You know getting the spark of inspiration to actually fulfill that in one's life that's the hardest part is getting on this wavelength of everything we've talked about in the last hour it's just the the idea that it's possible i feel as though that's the hardest part for all of us to know that there is a path and then once you know it's like you just walk it in all of our own ways like i said we become our own buddha but getting Mm -hmm. that like that whatever it is even if it's just for a millisecond that's the most important part of everyone's journey. And I think it can come through whatever, you know, you could be some Marine, you know, in the military and you make your bed in a certain way. And just one moment, something just hits different because the brain chemistry is different. There's whatever way that it comes in. It's just about like the switch. That's my, that's my most, um, how do I put that? How do I put this? That's like the switch for everybody is what I'm curious about. When I bring them on, I'm like, what What got you on this? And everybody's different, that's what I've come to realize. You guys have probably come to realize that as well. Everybody uh, is different.
1: I, yeah. I think a big part of it has to do with your environment being yeah. uh, possible for that, that uh, experience you're talking about to take place. Yeah. So uh, if one of the problems I think with our society is that it's not set up for you to have that experience. Mm -mm. It's go, go, go and doing everything it can to keep you from
0: having that, that experience that you're talking about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What Um, would you say?
0: Oh, you're going to say something? No, no, no. Okay. okay. What would you say if we could generalize it, even though this might seem like a contradiction because we said everybody has their own path. But if we could generalize it, what would you say is the way in? You know, to somebody that is curious about what we're talking about right now, what was what would be your prescription?
1: Uh, Well, I don't know if there is a way, but one thing that I did mention right uh, earlier on was like take a week. I just saw a YouTube video this week done by Princey A. Do you know who that guy is? No. Uh, He's a guy. He does like uh, he does like poetry and like uh, personal development content on online mm-hmm. um and he his latest video uh was all about getting away. He's like you need to get away. Like you need to you need to leave everyone. You need oh. to go take 6 months off. You got to turn your phone off. You got to, you know, stay away from everyone and you need to go recreate yourself. Now, 6 months is a lot of time. That's that's uh, not everyone has the ability to go do that. But even a week, man, like instead of using your two weeks vacation to go to cuba go rent a cabin somewhere and just sit there for two weeks (laughs) see what happens (laughs) yeah something Uh, yeah like and and just turn turn it off go 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 find something gets real boring after uh, an afternoon (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) no i've and when, well, yeah, and then you're gonna, then like everything you're gonna, the ego is gonna be like bouncing off the walls. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like a Petri dish and you, you are free to run a very different experiment. You are like sort of free to be like, have the title of, I never took one vacation. Yeah, I, yeah. I was heavy, I picked the longest commute I could to get to work <laughs> yeah. and then I worked the latest and I did everything like a good capitalist. <laughs> it's not like that wouldn't yield a result. It's not like you wouldn't, you know, you know, for some crazy reason, it brings to mind Scrooge. It's like you wouldn't have the gracious version of Scrooge at the end of the story where he gives money if he wasn't a bastard first. He had to do that Mm -hmm. so that he could be a generous old guy in the end, you know. That's the type of thinking I think uh, many people have trouble with is understanding that, like, what if every path is justified? What if everybody in some weird way is actually right Mm -hmm. and that you can kind of choose at the end of the day how you want to do this? You know, I've jokingly on, been on here, been like, the good number is two minutes a day. If, if you <laughs> if you meditate two minutes a day, that's all you need, you know, kiddingly. But if I met a guy that wrote a book about the two-minute meditation, <laughs> he might actually have a point. You know, yeah. everybody has a point if you look closely.
0: Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Sorry,
1: I, I don't mean to come at you. I've had a lot of caffeine. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's good stuff. That's true. Mm. Yeah, man. I think um whatever gets one in tune with themselves. That's the most important thing. Whether it is painting, poetry, literally meditating, whatever we got to do to get in tune with that inner intuitive guide, the guru, the higher self, your your angels, your soul guides, whatever it is, whatever label you want to put on it, there's like an inner direction that we can listen to, I feel, that leads the way. That isn't a direction from the outside telling you to do this or you need this car, you need to look like this. That inner discernment that we can all tap into in our own way to become our own Buddha, whatever that is, I feel like we all know what that feels like. We all have something that makes us tick, right? Go with that. Whatever you got to do. Some people like surfing, go with that. Some people like whatever it is, man. So that's what I would say. Heck yeah. That's
1: going to yield the type of result where when asked what times we live in, you say, I think we live in beautiful times. Mm. If you're the type of person that actually does do what you said, I think.
0: Yeah. Amen. I agree. Amen. Oh, man. I think that's a good note to wrap this thing up at. Do you guys... uh... (laughs) you have anything you want to say? Anything else?
1: Uh, No, just thanks. Thanks for having us on the show. This this was good. I'm glad we did this.
0: Thank you. I think it was a great talk. Appreciate you guys' time, effort, and wisdom. Yeah, same to you. What else to say? Keep on keeping on and uh, stay spiritual. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Peace and love to you. and Peace and love to everybody.